All right. It is a Thursday night here in lovely North Florida. And always starting to show off with some nice smooth jazz. Of course, I do not own the rights to this music, but I do love it. All right, so let's get into it. Tonight we will be discussing the vice president uh, debate between Senator Kamala Harris, Harris and the current VP, Mike Pence. And we will also be uh, talking about the recent event that went down in Michigan. Man, talk about scary. And whatever we can talk about, just shooting off the hips. Okay, of course, at Uncomfortable, this podcast, we're not here to uh, change your mind, only to open it. So let's start about uh, the the debate. Got a little tongue-tied there, trying to reach for my uh, cookie that I have. Shouldn't be eating this late at night, but oh well, I'm grown. So the debate last night, really no surprises. Uh, uh, Pence, he did interrupt a lot last night. Uh, just like his uh, his boss and Senator Senator Harris, she did pretty good. She she was better than I expected, and she made no blunders or anything like that. And she was definitely more direct, and she answered more questions than uh, Mike Pence. Um, of course, the big subject was the virus and the handling by the Trump administration dealing with the virus. And basically she called him out on it, which was true. It was, it's a complete failure. It still is a complete failure. Even with him being out and now he's pushing some other medication that he has a hand in. Uh, He knows the CEO of the company. I'm not sure of the medication, but He said it's got him feeling fine and this and that, but he is still positive from what I've heard two times over. And he recently, you know, they have uh, another scheduled event, uh, another debate, I think it's in Miami, and they were gonna do it virtual, but he refused. Uh, He doesn't want it, he wants to do it in person. So why would you, Any sane person, knowing that you are still positive with this deadly virus that is airborne, why would you want to endanger anybody else just because of your ego or your 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 lack of humanity, basically? Why? And gosh, for for him to still go down to the Oval Office to do things and just totally have no regards for human life because he think he's uh, above everything. He's like he's like a snake oil salesman. You know, they're standing on the sidelines or standing up there holding up this remedy. You know, this is your cure-all and stuff like that. Not even backed up by science. You know, they gave it to him. So I'm quite sure if they gave it to him, um, there could be you know, um, it shouldn't harm him or something like that, but 
from what I understand, is some type of cutting edge. I don't know, but um, of course, he's just trying to uh, make another quick sale. Um, in fact, <clears throat> okay, let me stick. Let me go back to the debate. It's not much that we really can say about it, except oh, excuse me, the fly stole the entire show. <laughs> it landed on uh, Mike Pence's head, and it stayed there. And everybody <laughs> and everybody was talking about saying, "Well, flies, they know shit when they smell it." And it landed on the right person to me because he's complicit to this whole virus thing. He was in charge of the task force and all that, um, even though I am jumping around. But think about this, people, when it came to this uh, virus, it was mostly people in charge who had nothing to do with science. You had Jared Kushner, his son-in-law took over for what, maybe a day or something like that, got up there and looked like a complete idiot. Uh, Mike Pence got up there and talking that stuff out of his butt. And then Trump had his briefings and suggested that we shove light inside of us and drink Clorox and all these other cleaners and it would kill the virus. And Senator Harris had every right to keep repeating what a complete failure Trump, his whole entire administration involved with this virus, with the, with the exception of the scientists or the people who, are, um, who deal with um, infectious diseases. You know, they tried to tell him and this and that on what steps should be taken, but none of them wanted to listen. They wanted to listen to themselves and people who are in charge of business, you know, they wanted to listen to them. Don't shut down this, don't shut down that. Uh, just like the governor of Florida, you know, ours was a hot spot, and quite frankly, it still is, but when you have <clears throat> donors uh, to your campaign, big businessmen, and all that that you are basically uh, bound by, um, they want to make their money. They don't give a damn about people uh, dying, really. Because if you think about it, okay, let's look at it. Look at it like this: if you think about it, two hundred and so many thousand people are dead from this virus, right? From March till up to this day, uh, I don't have the exact numbers, but you think about it, 200,000 people. Honestly, to people who are in charge of business, global business, um, statewide visit, business and stuff like that, what is it to them? It means absolutely nothing. It's just another person that's dead. To them, the only dead people they are worried about are on those dollar bills. That's the ones they want to keep making. They want to keep flowing. So 200,000 people is devastating to us and to the families. Yes, it is. And but to people in big business or anything like that, it absolutely it means nothing to them. So keep that in perspective. Because 
when you're gone, there's somebody going to fill the space regardless. And like I said, th their thing is to keep the money flowing. Okay, so that's so in a nutshell about the like I said, going back to the to the uh, debate, Senator Harris, she held her own and Pence, he got his things across with um, with the taxes and stuff like that, you know, trying to scare the Americans about having tax your taxes raised and stuff like that. But when she did, when Senator Harris did get uh, involved in the uh, Affordable Care Act, you know, of course they have a plan because uh, Vice President Biden had a plan with the uh, Obamacare. And Trump and his administration, they've been trying to get rid of it since day one, you know, and now they got um, trying to get a... Um, uh, more Republican or conservative judges on the bench where they can totally get rid of it. But you think about it. Think about this, people. And when it comes time to vote, you think about your health care, especially the people in, you know, who are on Medicaid and Medicare. Think about this. They don't have a plan. There has never been a plan. Have you ever asked yourself, have you ever heard them or, you know, heard of them with a plan, laid out plan. And even some of the Republican people have said, we don't have a plan. Trump doesn't have a plan. Pence doesn't have a plan. So when they try to repeal it, or if they get it repealed, what is that, 20 plus something million people without health care? So think about that, people. It, it could be you, the Trump supporter. You're so set in your ways, but then you're not thinking about your own livelihood. Because if it gets repealed, then there's no health care for you. Then what? Now what? So like I said, they absolutely have no plan for replacement of the Affordable Care Act. Nothing. So if any one of you that have, um, who may be a Trump supporter, you know, or you're maybe leaning his way to vote for him, email me. My uh, email address is on this thing somewhere or the, um, my Facebook page and show me the plan that he has for the replacement of the Affordable Care Act. And I guarantee you, you will not find it because they don't have one. They won't find it. They haven't even worked on one. So you got you got to think about that. Okay, let's switch. Let's switch uh, gears to what went on in Michigan. Woo! The governor apparently was uh, the subject of a possible kidnapping by the militia group. Um, these guys plant um, wanted to start basically a civil war where they were going to. Okay, now listen to this. This is not Black Lives Matter. No, not the Black Panther or anything like that. This is a militia group out of Michigan. And from what I what from the pictures that I've seen were all white. And I hate, you know what, this is the part that gets me, it makes me uncomfortable where you gotta um point out the color, but this is this is where we're at. But they were all white men attempting to overthrow their government in the state of Michigan, kill cops uh, 
with a bunch of deadly weapons from, from the news reports that I got, stormed the Capitol, kidnapped the governor, Governor Whitmer, uh, Whitmer, I think that's her name. And the thing was just like, uh, the, the headline said, or they would say, just, just grab the bitch. I mean, how, this is, is beyond me. You know, these are homegrown terrorists. So, you know, and our energy is always focused on terrorists 10, 20,000 miles away. And we got homegrown terrorists right here who is utilizing the internet or their phone any way possible to communicate, which we, now we got the capability to listen to stuff overseas on the movements of, of, of the terrorists. And we do here too. So we seek and destroy the terrorists on their home ground over there in the Middle East, but we fail to, to seek and destroy the homegrown terror that's here in the United States. Now think about that. No, really think about that. We can deploy our men and women in uniform thousands of miles away to fight terror, terrorists on their grounds, right? Costing billions of dollars at that. Okay, so the narrative is they want to kill Americans, right? So uh, come back overseas, over our way, who are these militias trying to kill? Question mark. Again, repeat what we used to say in the Navy. I am I, I repeat. Who are these militia trying to kill? Yes, Americans, law enforcement, law enforcement officers, kidnap the governor, right? So where is the effort to dismantle these groups? Where is it? So um, now, <clears throat> in contrast to that, we have, let me see if I can tie this together. We have Black Lives Matter. And they wanted to call them a, uh, a terrorist group. You know, uh, yeah, but I, I used to see Post. <laughs> oh, my God. This is how... Uh, I don't know if naive is, is the word or just um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for when people just post anything and don't even have any uh, real substance to their posts. But when um, something went down and you, they, the thing was like, oh, yeah, we heard Black Lives Matter was there. Like they were like, oh, God, yeah, they were there. Black people were there protesting the, just, the injustice that was happening to them. And something went down. Oh my God. But when these militia people uh, do things, them same people, and I would definitely check their posts on Facebook or any type of social media, nothing to say. So 
What does that tell you? It has to do with the color of the skin, right? Because if that was black people who had stormed the Capitol when they first did it with guns, those people would have been, those guys, men, would have, would have been dead. You know, I can think of several instances where these militias all over the country took grounds with guns, federal grounds with guns. Now, and nothing happened to them. Department of Justice didn't do anything to these guys or nothing. So, but Black Lives Matter, everybody think, or the people who don't like it, they think the word only is in there, only Black Lives Matter, and we're there to cause take away the rights of certain white people who don't want to, uh, don't know what the message is or change the narrative. No, Black Lives Matter is, you know, I don't, I don't have their manifesto in front of me or anything like that, but basically it's just saying, no, we want fair and equal treatment under the law. That's all we're asking. We're not asking to be, if we put our hands up, and we're arrested, we're not asking to be, we don't want to be, we don't want our sons and daughters shot and killed by law enforcement. Just recently, where was that? In Texas, a guy was helped breaking up a skirmish, raised his hand and explained to the cop what was going on. The cop shot and killed the man. Dead, just get, killed him, dead. I seen a video a couple, what was it? Several years back. I think it was in California where a mentally disturbed patient was out <clears throat> and the um, one of the people who worked there, I think he was a doctor or you know one of the people who worked there who was trying to talk to the guy. So I don't know how they all ended up on the ground, right? And the guy was explaining to him what was going on, had his hands out above his head, laying down, back on the ground, hands, you know, out, and just telling them what was going on. And one cop actually shot at him. I think shot him in the leg. And the guy, you can see it on video. The guy made no uh, moves <clears throat> like that or anything like that. Made no moves. But the cop still shot at him. And it's like, it's just unbelievable. What is it that you got to just, if you're in law enforcement, if you're listening to that, listening to this podcast, what is it that if we're unarmed and we're not resisting that you need to put us in chokeholds or draw your gun and shoot? What, what is, why? And then right now it's to the point in which it should have been done they are starting to, these grand juries are going to stop being secret or they're going to get rid of them. And the body uh, body cam footage or anything like that, or everybody has a cell phone, you guys are getting locked up because you're committing criminal acts. Your job is to enforce the law. And I'm quite sure most people, uh, even everybody knows it's a tough job. We know that, but for the one, the bad apples make it make it bad for the good cops because then you have incidents that happen in California where people were, 
you know, they figure cops are just doing dirty shit or anything like that. Then you have somebody walk up on two cops sitting in their cars doing nothing and get ambushed. That's what that stuff, that's what this kind of shit leads to. When you got dirty cops that do dirty shit, then you're going to have somebody on the other side, on the outside, be like, it's two cops. Let me go shoot. And, and that's 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 basically basically what's what's happening now. For every action, there will be a reaction. And we don't need that. I got family that are in law enforcement. One that's a cop um, in where's he at? Well, I won't say where he at, but and it, but it's my cousin. He's a, he's a, he's a cop. And I even worked in law enforcement for well, 19, well, 18 years and 10 months. And, you know, I know that people say corrections officers are not law enforcement. The hell we ain't. So when that person is sentenced or, first of all, when he's arrested and he's sent to the jail, you know, you got corrections officers there, the deputies or whatever. And then when they get sentenced, they're sentenced to prison. So you got state, federal and county facilities. And that's where corrections officer, we have to deal, we have to, well, I'm no longer a corrections officer, but <clears throat> they had to deal with them every day that they went to work. So that is law enforcement. Um, but did I get off subject? Maybe I did, but I don't know. Um, oh yeah, we are talking about the militia. <laughs> um, uh, but like I said, these type of people, um, they call themselves patriots, and they're not. They are homegrown terrorists, and they need to be seeked out and uh, dismantled, just like they're trying to do with ACE, uh, ISIS and the Taliban or anything like that, because this is here in our state. Uh, Gosh, I lost my thought. But yes, this is here in our country. This happened in Michigan. This is the place where I have family members at. Because that's where my wife is from, from Michigan. And it just seems like, wow, you know, and I still have dear friends there. Uh, like I said, I have family and dear friends there. Well, basically all of my family. But it's scary to think about that. Storming, wanting to storm the Capitol to take it over, start a civil war. So, and you guys who are Trump supporters, he is the one pouring gasoline on this fire. No, you are, excuse me, you Trump supporters are pouring gasoline on the fire because he's the fire. You guys got the gasoline and point and and praising him and his fire is just getting bigger and we're steadily trying to put it out. So, and he didn't even condemn these people. You know why people, you know why they say he doesn't, he can't condemn uh, white supremacy or anything like that because that's his base. Even the ones who aren't a member of these uh, uh, fractions of uh, the militias or anything like that, the, the regular redneck or 
or the regular person who's a, just a regular Trump supporter. That's their base. That's because they don't want uh, equal justice for people of color or um, people who love differently or anything like that, because basically they have hate in their heart. But this guy is he knows what your fit, what their fears are. And this is what he 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 knows. He feeds um, the people red meat to keep them riled up. It doesn't make a difference to him. He's protected. So, yeah. Sometimes it's just exhausting to think about all of this stuff that's going on and basically all from the from this past administration, this this current administration. And from what people people think they want or think what's going to happen. It's not going back to where people of color or are um, the servants for a certain a certain group of people. And you, you know that. You know that it's not going back that way. And I just said, for the safety of the country and for democracy, and for your safety, don't vote for this man. Don't don't vote for his policies or whatever, whatever you think he's doing great for America, because it's not happening. It is literally uh, being torn apart, apart in front of our very eyes. And you know, these next couple of months or so until January, uh, if Biden wins, the last couple of months, this man is going to just do stuff that you just didn't think. You were like, oh, my God, what is he doing? Because he's going to go out like a big baby. And probably, you know, of course, he's going to pardon some people that shouldn't have been pardoning and this and that. But uh, I, I don't see him if he loses by a landslide. He still won't think it's uh, legit. But anyway, <clears throat> it's my bedtime. My tea's getting cold. Uh, cookies. Hmm. Cookies are still good. Macadamia cookies are good from uh, a sub shop. But anyway, people, I'm going to end this podcast tonight. And, uh, you know, we always hear um, God bless the USA. Hey, God bless the world and the people in it. And let's find peace amongst each other because nobody's going nowhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not going nowhere. So why not just make it easier on yourself and your heart just to try to get along? It's easy. It's more easy to get along than not get along. Um, anyway, that's enough for tonight. As always, send me some... Uh, Suggestions, send me some um, uh, suggestions what you want to talk about. If you want to talk about this podcast or the other 14 that I have, take a listen and um, let's talk about it. Okay, America and all across the world and who's listening, thank you. Thank you again for your support and good night.